Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh, oh. Hi, this is Coach, and if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper, and I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no! I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel-and-stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Okay, let's do this Good times. in three, two, one, cue BMOC. Alabama loses and Cincinnati's number three? And what do the refs have against the Cleveland Browns? Plus, we talk F1 pick way too early NBA champs and we rant and we correct and we rant and correct and rant and correct some more. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Sounded great. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories, frequently correct, often incorrect, details always incorrect. If you're cool with that, we'll have a show. This is our uh, our second start tonight. We had some drumming practice going on at Coach's <laughs> house. So now Coach is at the Hakemore Tavern with Maestro. How is it there, uh, Coach? Oh, it's cozy. It feels like cozy. Home. Yeah, I understand Maestro's playing like a, a set later tonight. He's got people coming over. It's, it's a late set. It's a late it's one. True. Working on some new material. All right. My name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus driving the show tonight for this ridiculous medium sports level nonsense. Joining me, as always, both of these guys. This guy. This guy. Claims he was the first person to suggest to the stadium announcer that he yell, It's third down. Is that me? Basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, Coach? I'm doing good. I love third downs. I'm a big fan. Okay. <laughs> and this other guy. That guy. He's getting tuned up before the show. It says here he was fired from his very first job writing dialogue for Hulk Comics. It's a maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I've got some things to announce mm. offline after the show because they, uh, they're strange, but oh. awesome. I can't wait. All right. That's nothing our listeners love more than hearing that there's going to be some good stuff. Actually, one thing I, one thing I can't (laughs) actually, there's one thing I can't tell. One thing I can't tell. Oh, the one thing I can tell Uh is Mm -hmm. the Hakes bought a Blackstone. Do you know what a Blackstone is? Oh, I know what a Blackstone is. Is that like a a stone that you cook pizza on? No, No, you cook everything on it. It's a griddle grill. Nice. So imagine like a big flat top thing outside. So you're cooking. The Blackstone's TikTok famous. It is. It is and I am famous. addicted to, to that stuff, like making burritos and pancakes, smash burgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hank House just gets better and better. It really does. It's got ping pong. 
I'm never leaving. It's got a pool. It's got a blackstone. It's got a fire pit. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, I'm you telling want. you, this thing, I'm, I'm so excited. That's what I did after work today. We put it together. So it's, it's nice. Gonna be ready. It's going to be ready. All right. So let's, uh, let's take care of some housekeeping. First, we got some breaking news. Coach, you can do the breaking news noise. All right, so we're recording on Monday night. Of course, this won't come out for two days, but most people like to hold off on their news to listen to the show. And as I look at the live stream right now, we've got about 372,000 viewers on here. Literally, this broke 18 minutes ago that John Gruden is out as the coach Mm. of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Uh, So, you know, we knew Gruden in 2011, been using some anti-gay language in some of his emails. And uh, apparently a new trove of emails came to light in the investigation. And so I don't know if he's officially resigned or if he's been fired, but that uh, that's breaking news tonight on Monday night. And hopefully on Wednesday, you'll be like, oh, yeah, we know the whole story. Because <laughs> we only have a tidbit. Yeah, and the Raiders were doing well this year. They're three and two. They started off strong. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a team that's kind of not real sure what they are. Are they a passing team? Are they a running team? Are they going to play defense? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think Gruden ever really got uh, good footing there. I mean, I think he really wanted it to be a second coming, and they paid him. A, like I think he was getting paid upwards of ten or eleven million dollars a year to coach that Damn. team. Hmm. So I wonder I mean, how much he got paid to walk away. Oh, I'm sure it was a. I did watch that year that the Raiders were on Hard Knocks, and he was a difficult coach for me to get a sense of because really? to me he he crossed back and forth between a player's coach and not a player's coach. Like were the players confused? Do you think that they didn't know how to play him? I, no, I think the players that he liked weren't confused. Oh, <laughs> I think the players <laughs> okay. on the outside of that might've been a little confused. That you know? makes a lot of, in, that makes a lot of sense. I Why? didn't think he was a bad coach. I just had a hard time. Like I, I watched with the Browns. I'm like, Oh, Hugh Jackson, it just wants to love all the players to death. He thinks that's the key, you know? And then yes. I watched, uh, with, with the Rams and, um, Sean McVay, and it's just like, oh, he's a total kind of nerdy statistician type coach. And well, I will say we watched uh, not not to jump ahead because I know we're going to be talking about the Browns, but I mean, watching that Browns game, and you know, even you know, my wife sitting there, she's like, wow, these coaches are really young, yeah, you know, and you're starting to get that vibe in the NFL that a lot of young guys, yep. young quarterbacks, like Gruden's actually, even though he was kind of one of the younger guys he was time. he was he was the wonder boy now he's a like a grandpa and you know maybe la is already thinking we need to get one of these young guys these whippersnappers in here all right well that's your breaking news and i'm sure it's going to be just as just as topical on wednesday oh, as i'm it, sure it is right now a uh, couple other things here what's going on tonight while we are talking uh, right now we got monday night football going on and the colts are beating the ravens 16 to 3 what oh that's uh, that's something. Uh, and the uh, the Colts are se- sneaky good. They were sneaky good last year. <sighs> they started slow this year. They don't have they have, don't have a quarterback. Obviously, Philip Rivers yeah. was a badass well, last you year. You know who they have now? Carson Wentz. Yeah. Right? So they don't have a quarterback. That's was right. he hurt? Is he, he's been hurt. <laughs> no, right? I'm saying they have him, but he's still no. it's it's a good guess, Maestro. Anytime someone says Carson Wentz, and you just say he's hurt, right? It's like an eighty percent chance. You're right. So here's the thing: they pick up Nick Foles. And they're golden, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. a great idea. No, but Nick can only play the last two games. Right. Well, they gotta wait. Right. Just yeah. wait. Don't last don't, two games. Don't use it too early. What else is going on? The the, the Rays and the Red Sox are tied at five each yes, right they now. Did. At the, the end Rays of the eight. Back, that's gonna yeah. be 
a good uh, good finish, and uh, the Dodgers and the Giants just got underway. All right, fellas, uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, and why wouldn't you? You want to go to at Sports Wednesday over on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. We got some uh, BMOCOC original content that went up today. Now, guys, I, I'm surprised. It was not meant to make people feel guilty. It was just supposed to be a sanguine meditation on fall football. Hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that was the intention. It might have. It, uh, it was sus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful meditation can, on can, the long life of one of my folding chairs. That, that thing's twenty one years old. It is. It but, could be the reason why your back is so sore all the time. Could be. Could be. Well, check it out. Uh, check it out on TikTok or Instagram and let us know if you think BMOC is guilt tripping his his peeps. He did not mean well, the to. The music was sad too, BMOC. And sanguine, sanguine. He also, you also put up the percentage. 0 for 24, <laughs> 0% people came. I'm like, damn, I know Didn't I'm Catholic, that seem funny? but I feel That's yes, like, it was funny. I laughed. It's like I'm the, I'm the nerdiest guy in the world. <laughs> over. People are going to be like, someone's got to go to BMOC's tailgate. Uh so so check that out. You, you'll enjoy it. I it's think. a good listen. Uh, by the way, Maestro, just want to let you know that your song uh, celebrating the Estonian women's Zeppe team, now our most viewed video on TikTok. What? Nice. Just went over 700 views. Congratulations. No, oh, it did not. Yes, it did. It did. It's huge. I didn't really realize it was on TikTok. Yeah, yeah oh, no, 700, no. 700 views for us on TikTok. That's like uh, 27 million for another person. Oh, easily. Very That's good. amazing. And uh, congratulations. And if for some reason you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Sport Wednesday still. <laughs> please, please follow us there. It's a good Can't follow. get that ass. Uh, very good. So that's it. Uh, head to sportswednesday.com if you want merch. Uh, Coach, you think I can get merch in time for Halloween? Uh, it's going to be cutting it close, but you can pay a little extra and you could go as us. You could. You can go as us for Halloween. Just get that merch. That'll be great. And I think that's all the housekeeping. I think that's pretty good. That's a lot. All right. That's, a lot. That's, like a, that's like a whole podcast right there. I know. Let's get into it. Nine minutes of housekeeping. All right. So last week was our MLB postseason preview. And, uh, you know, a lot of the division series still going on, obviously. I just thought, let's do some quick initial reactions on that. What do you got, Coach? Um. Well, I, I got to tell you, I was very, very surprised with the Houston coming out guns a-blazing and yeah. punch, punching the White Sox in the face two straight games. Now, the White Sox did win. It's 2-1 tonight. They would have played at home, and they'll play tomorrow. I think that one's going to go five. I think the White Sox will even it up. Yeah, But, damn, Houston is really good at home. They are, they are really feeling it right now. They are not going to cover off the ball. Like it's almost like they know what pitch is being thrown, but you know, it's, I, I'm not. <laughs> hey, now, no, that one that one surprised me a little bit. Um, the Dodgers Giants series is is to be good. Is as good as advertised. I mean, yeah, that's again, yeah. coach. If you could look at that microphone when you talk, that oh, would sorry. actually make you sound better. <laughs> He's read, he's reading off the uh, off the script on his reading phone. off his script, well, off just, his notes. All right. Well, here here's a, now. I know we were all watching the Dodgers Cardinals uh, wild card game because that that was that was a good game. That was it, an epic game. It was it was epic. It ended in an epic way, and I just thought like that game alone. I was like, man, this is why I used to love baseball so right. much. Oh no! And that series alone, and I, I keep going back to it, but like even game one. They're in San Francisco. 
Um, the Dodgers came up to start the game, didn't do anything, and then somehow Buster Posey comes up with runner on. The crowd's going nuts. It's it's San Francisco weather. You can tell everybody it's kind of chilly. It might have been misty, and he takes a ball, goes opposite field, hits a home run. He's San Francisco's hero. It goes into McCovey Bay. I mean, like chills. You're like this is, and the game ends. Like it's a four nothing game, but it's it's a back and forth effort, and it's it's two teams that hate each other. That's what baseball is all about. Mutual hatred. That's mutual right. hatred. I love it. <laughs> Very good. So I'm just looking again at our World Series picks. Any anything that you've seen that would make you want to change? I'm not offering the change. I'm just saying, would you be tempted, Coach? You had the White Sox winning. I'm all. nervous about the White Sox right now because their pitching staff, I felt like. Uh, was going to be stronger, but uh, Houston is finding a way. So I'm a little nervous on that side. I think the Dodgers will make it there. All right. And uh, Maestro, you also had the White Sox winning it all. Yeah, but I want to jump back. I didn't get a t- chance to talk about baseball. Let's yet. hear it. Let's hear it. What do you got? Well, I do agree with Coach. Uh, the Houston is really good. And I know that some of us hate Houston. Some of us kind of like Houston. But uh, um, I'm rooting for the White Sox still. And I think I think they will even the series, and it'll come down to Game Five in Houston, and they'll lose. But anyway, <laughs> um, what I what I find it interesting is the Atlanta Brewers yeah. series because I don't know much about either team. I know there's a couple, yeah, you know, obviously, um, what's what's the Yelich or whatever. Yes, I know him, Yelich. But like, name two other players. I I can't. I, know, I can't. I can't. But that's exciting that to me. And Mark I, Lemke. Son <laughs> of Braves. Yes. But I feel like I'm rooting for the White Sox, the Rays, and the Brewers. Like, and yeah. I don't really care who wins the Dodgers or the Giants because they're they're stacked teams. They're yeah. they're the same team to me in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so I, I guess I'm leaning towards one of those. Uh, I was going to say AFC teams. <laughs> um. But I'm, well, I'm pulling I'm Brewers. I'm looking for the Brewers. Yeah, the Braves, the Braves won earlier today, so they're up 2-1. Now, I have not watched any of that series. Have you watched any of those games, Coach? I have, yeah. And and, and on paper, Milwaukee should win this, but like... Um, nice maestro. And I like how you actually did that into the microphone. If you could show Coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Atlanta and, and, and Atlanta's got a lot of like they lost Okuna early in the uh, beginning of the year, which I thought they were going to be dead in the water. And I don't I don't think they really added a lot at the break, but they're just they're grinders. And like Jock Peterson, who's an ex Dodger, who was on the Dodgers bench, um, is not going to cover off the ball. So like Milwaukee should be winning this series. And yeah. I, it's another one that I think is going to go five. It's just yep. going to be, they're going to win. They're going to go back and forth and play that fifth game. Yeah. There was a chance we'd record tonight and some series would be over. And that has happened to none of them. Actually. No, none. There's no sweeps, nothing like that. So that's, I think that's good for baseball as well. I, I do want to jump back though. I know we recorded before the wild cards yeah. last week. And um, did you want to change your picks now? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I was rooting for St. Louis, but you know yeah. that game came down to a walk-off homer by a guy that was slumping, um, and I, I actually so felt I felt good for him. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty sweet. That yeah. was sweet. But like, that's that's baseball, right? Yeah. Bottom of the ninth, two outs. You bring your star closer in, right? His second pitch, the, the slumping. You know, the guy came in middle of the game. To, to fill in in left field. Yeah. Just Ma- made a, a great catch in left field. 
Right. But he was, but the funny thing is he was brought in as a defensive uh, replacement. And I think if Dusty Baker had had anybody else to put up at that situation, he would have pinch hit him. He would have pinch hit him. So he wasn't supposed to be hitting, but, but Dusty Baker or uh, not Dusty, um, uh, the Dodgers had used so many of their players. They had nothing left. So they had, he had to let him hit and he got a chance to, to hit it out of the park. That was sweet. Baseball. Baseball. All right, enjoying the baseball. And so uh, I think uh, the parting question then is if you're going to watch one game or one series in the next week, which one is it? Coach, you going Dodgers, Giants? Oh, yeah, I'm not changing that. Maestro, are you going? You going? Uh, Sox, Houston. Sox, Houston. All right. Uh, I'll go I'll go Rays in Boston. That's a, a really good series. It's going back yeah. and forth as well. So Could end tonight, though. Could end tonight. Very, very, very true. And uh, just checking that score. Five, because five. Still five five. I know it's that. the top of the night, so the Rays are up. A lot of people on Wednesday are, are they're not going <laughs> to find out what happens, <laughs> so they're going to get play by play tonight. Two All days right. later, and that's the best thing about it is it, our takes are really hot, but by the time you get them, they're tepid, which is good because you're not going to burn yourself on them. No. And we got a whole bunch of them, and we're going to do them in this sequence that we call. Oh shit! Is it called tepid takes? Oh yeah, it is. It, it is. Need a riff? It is. It has a riff. I know it does. Tepid takes that one. Tepid takes. That's right. I don't remember it though. What is it? He's not the best musical director in the podcast world for nothing, folks. Tepid takes. Tepid takes. Tepid takes. That was not it. All right, not, but it was good. We're going to start with college football here because we were talking last last uh, show, which was just a week ago, by the way. This is the first time we've done back-to-back shows uh, in some time. It is, and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, good job. Uh, good job, you guys, getting on two weeks in a row. Are you mad at me, Meister? It looks like you're leaning <laughs> to the camera. No, I'm pulling up the show sheet so we have I some gotcha. of stuff to take up. All right, so coach, we were talking. We're like, will Cincinnati be on the inside or the outside? Now Alabama has lost a game. They lose to Texas A and M. Cincinnati number three. What's what's is it is it going to happen? Uh, it's 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 really good that they're at three, but they're still in a precarious situation because the rest of their schedule does not allow them to play many ranked teams. Yeah. Now, the, do they need another loss by someone? Yes. That the, they need a loss by uh, Iowa, Iowa, yeah. um, which then puts Ohio State up there, but then that um, removes that second Big Ten team. Yeah. Um, they really need that second loss. Yeah, Iowa or Oklahoma. Uh, I thought the, the the gods were smiling on us when Oklahoma was losing to Texas because badly. If, if Oklahoma loses and Alabama loses, I mean. It, it's crazy where, I mean, then Cincinnati is entrenched at three for a while. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's it's still going to take some help. It's it's because no one wants to put them there. Well, they managed to beat Temple, and that's an accomplishment. Well, that was a, <laughs> nobody beats the Owls like them. Nobody beats the Owls like them. The fighting Bill Cosby's. <laughs> oh, yes. So, uh, all right, Maestro, what do you think? Cincinnati, Alabama? <laughs> I have, yeah. I have, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm glad. I was glad to see Alabama lose. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. that game. Uh, I know. So you know, te- Texas A&M is a great team. I, I think they struggled a little bit. So I know people are like Texas A&M. Yeah, but really, they they are a stacked team. They should be playing better. So that shouldn't have been a surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's 
And Cincy, you know, they got to just win. They got to win like by 60 points every week to just keep their spot. Yes. But uh, did you guys see Texas uh, Kyle Field going insane when they made that field goal? Oh, God, it was insane. Yes. I mean, they're insane to begin with. But yes. They ought, to, they ought to just have a whole nother giant bonfire. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, Meister brought it up earlier. Browns, Chargers. Uh, I know we, uh, we were watching mm. this game. Coach, I know you're a coach in baseball, so you didn't get to watch the whole thing. And, you know, I, I don't want to. Do it. I mean, for years, I'm like the refs hate the Browns. <laughs> I know they do. There was but clear they do. evidence in this game. Two key plays uh, with really bad calls. I'm not. I'm. We we should not have let them into this game at all. I don't know what happened to the defense on either team with with the Browns or the Chargers. Both defenses have been playing well, and then they're like, let's not play. Well, I, I also not to make excuses, but uh, losing Clowney on that other edge. Yeah. Um, for the Browns and they lost, they lost Ward and they're already down another, they're, they're down Newsom, which is their other cornerback. So they're, they, they, Garrett's sore. He's hurt. He was playing hurt. Yeah. So a lot of, they, they are banged up. That doesn't make uh, no excuses because they could have played a little bit better, but I, I'm going to say it. That pass interference call was such dog shit. That was the yeah. worst call I've seen in so many years. It, it was since was, that uh, NFC Championship game, remember that call? Oh my God, the the, the phantom pass interference. Yeah. Yes, this th- this ranks right below it. Now it's it doesn't have the same cachet because it was a regular season game, but that yeah. decided the game. Yeah, because it gave them a chance. It put them in. It was like a thirty-five yard play. Yeah, and and that would have put them instead of it being it was third and ten. It would have been fourth and twenty-five. They're not going for it. We get or if they do, the game's over. And then, let me ask you this though. I mean. It wouldn't have mattered as much. We had some awfully sus mix-ups in the secondary. Oh, the, the, the wide, touchdown to Mike Williams? Wide, yes. wide open. I, like our safety was like, oh, wait. Wait, I'm supposed to guard him? I, and actually, and I don't know who was playing safety or if it was the safety's fault. It looked like on both of those plays, the safety cheated up to cover someone and let him go. And uh, you, can't, you can't win in the NFL doing that. Well, I, I can even tell you, like, so – the the play that they did it on him is is a is a classic misdirection where you have a slot receiver and then you have you have a, a wide receiver the wide one does a does like a ten in which then pulls that safety in yeah and then the slot receiver or if does a slant to the to the post so yeah. basically what you're doing is you're pulling in and if you don't have that safety freeze and cover his his area yeah that's going to be wide open every time but that that's like a seventh grade mistake. Mm. So I'm going to go against what coach said. I agree with him that that play was important, Mm -hmm. but Cleveland still really wasn't slowing down the chargers. I think the chargers were still moving the the ball down the field pretty easily. And if you were, if you recall, Eckler was slowing down, trying to burn clock. Oh, I know. So I think they would have probably got there and scored. Um, I think really the Browns kind of dropped the ball with those those last two possessions. I felt yeah. like the yeah, play calling right. there was not great, um, and I think they were bombing it way too early. Like, yeah, why weren't they going for like the fifteen, the eighteen yard pass to the sidelines? Yeah. You know, those quick get a couple of those, get closer. I don't know. It just seemed like, and I think even the Cleveland coaching staff would say the same. They're like, eh, we didn't do great. No, I, I think they would admit that that they kind of. Yeah, they blew it. 
So no. I thought it was interesting when they pulled Eckler into the end zone and they're like, I love just that. Give it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, let's see how this works out. This is that a was very, smart. I, very rare thing they do in the NFL. They're like, they're going to score. We're not stopping them. So no. let's get it over with. Yeah. Which I also don't understand. Why didn't, why didn't, um, so why it's, didn't it's essentially that's the, that's the defense saying we need the ball back. We might as well get this over with. Like yeah, why, exactly what I say when I have to go to the doctor and he puts that glove on. <laughs> You know, this might as well happen. This might as well happen. All right, here we go. So, uh, okay. Well, that, but I think Maestro's right. But let me ask you guys this: I thought the Chargers looked like a legit playoff team. They do. Oh, they're they do. they look good. They yeah. I, and I will say that was a great game. I mean, I know yeah. it, we came up on the wrong end of it, but yeah. um, those two teams match up really well. They'll probably see each other again. I mean, yeah. they are very similar. Strong defenses. You know, uh, zesty offenses. I think. Uh, I think. They have fearless quarterbacks, and I got to say, Herbert, I think he's a notch above Baker. He's he's almost at that he, Buffalo. He's bigger. Josh Allen, just because he, he's six five and he has a cannon for an arm, but he's yeah. he's fearless and he's smart. Like I almost think he's a little bit better than Josh Allen, like a little bit smarter. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, I give that. I mean, Herbert's pretty good. I mean, he's a he's he's damn good. He's a he's a generational quarterback for them. But like I. I Baker's damn good too. Baker had a good day. He just made some. I think the play calling was bad for him at the end. I can't believe I'm saying that because this is the guy that I didn't even want Baker Mayfield. He was. You were not a fan. You were not a fan. But but no, Maestro spot on. If you're gonna give up a touchdown to have a minute and a half left, then play like you have a minute and a half left, and not like you have ten seconds. So yes. Uh, and also now let's uh, you know this a little chatter. And I realize we could go on for two hours about the Browns, but OBJ yes. not much of a factor in that game, and people mm. are like. Maybe we should offload him. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, and here's the thing. I, I just don't think he fits. Like it, it's, he seems so like not yeah, in but the game. Is he drawing coverage away? Is that why the other receivers are doing better? I don't know. Because like, like when you have a receiver like that, think about all the great receivers. Landry right now. I know. And, 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 and that, that last two minute drive had Jarvis Landry written all over mm. it. Jarvis Landry. It was on the Browns, if he was playing in that game, he catches those big chunks. He catches those balls, and we're in that. We have a I chance. I thought for sure we would see, uh, you know, a, a hunt like bubble screen yeah. to the outside, let him get 15 yards, run out of bounds. None of yeah. That. So I don't, I mean, they tried to get it to him outside, but he, I mean, like, I don't know. OBJ just seems like, I don't know if he works for this team. I'd yeah. like him to. I want him to. He's, a, he's, a, he's an asset, but like, that was OBJ time. I, I I say, do not mess with it this year. Yeah, let let him play this you know, year. Don't try because it, look, last year we were saying the same thing, and then he had that big play against Dallas, and we won that game. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just for a big play moment like that, we don't have a lot of guys that can make those plays. And, I, and you know, I know there's a lot of talk about bringing back Webster Slaughter. I don't think he's as fast as he used to be. Probably a l- lost a step or two. Reggie Langhorn, I, I, I think it's time to bring him back, though. <laughs> Reggie Rucker, Reggie call Rucker. him up. Oh All right, God. I want to ask you guys this. This isn't on the show sheet, um, but I'm going to the Browns game next Sunday. Which one? You're going to the Cardinals, Cardinals. Game? You're going oh. to the Cardinals game. I am. Okay. And my daughter, she was uh, at a thrift store getting uh, Halloween costume stuff, and she bought me a Browns jersey. Oh, nice. Who okay. is it? Uh-oh, who is it? <laughs> so here's, here's, here's the rub, okay? I'm going to tell you. 
Now, here's the thing, okay? Because I, I just learned this when I went to Guns N' Roses with my friend Chip, that you're not supposed to wear the T-shirt of the band that you're seeing. That's no, like you a don't. big, big no-no. Huge okay? no-no. And I think there's a similar, like, you don't wear your team's jersey with your name on the back. Oh, it's Jim Brown. It's it's Courtney Brown. Courtney Brown. Oh, my God. Like uh, one one of our biggest like he like nothing bad about him, but he was a draft bust. Oh, I remember right? he was like our number one pick in two thousand state. Yeah, yeah. So it's a number ninety two, which was Michael Dean Perry, which I would love if it said Perry on the back, but it says Brown on the back. Can you take the the name off? I gotta stop you. I, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't know. If I think that's it's actually fair. A thing. I don't yeah, think that's so a wait, thing. What's the number? Ninety two. Ninety two. What happened to you? Ninety two. Anything cool? Yeah, uh, the sweet assassin got hooked up with you, and then I moved to a different <laughs> dorm. <laughs> no, that wasn't 92. That was 91. That's right. 92 is just by crying. Jesus Christ. All righty. Show's getting good. It is good. Hey, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't think I, I think it's thing. I think it's fair. And if somebody comes up and says, Courtney Brown sucked, I'll be like, that's just my name. I'm Pete Brown. That's what that is. Born in 92. I'm a lineman. <laughs> You're such a lineman. All right. Well, I'll let you know. I haven't been to a Browns game in about eight years, so hopefully it'll be a pretty good experience. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Um, the Cardinals uh, are... That's, that'll be a good game. Yeah. If we beat the Cardinals, I'll feel good about us. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the uh, the National Basketball Association. Ooh, NBA. Uh, it's fantastic. We're huge, huge fans. Here's all I want to do, because I know we're not paying much attention to it, but the no. season started, so it's time for a much too early. And we're not even going to pick who's in the finals. You're just saying, here's the team I think will win the championship this year. Let's go to our basketball legend, Maestro. Oh, good. Thank nice. You. Well, here's the thing, and I think this is probably the latest news in the NBA, but like I would have said Brooklyn would be a favorite this year, right? They've got They absolutely are. They've they got are some great guys. Yep. And now but I'm hearing that Kyrie is not gonna get the vac the vax, so he's not gonna play. I think they're better off without him. So I think yeah. they're I, I love I love Brooklyn without him because he is an absolute flake, but I'll save that for my uh my He's rant. an absolute flake, did you say? Yes, and I'll yeah. save that for my rant. I think I think odd bird is is the term we use uh, yeah. on this show. But yeah, so the Nets are the favorites at plus two forty. So who who are you picking then, Maestro? Um, I'm going back to the Lakers. The Lakers plus four hundred. All right, Coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a dark horse. I, I think I think uh, the Dubs are back. I'm going Golden State. I think with Clay Thompson and Seth I, or uh, Steph Curry, I think they're going to be really good and i think they have something to prove and i think they come out and i'm gonna say it i think they decimate anybody in front of them by 20 or 30 points and i don't think the lake i think the lakers are too old and too slow and don't get it and i think lebron will try his damnedest but they're all going to get hurt and golden state's going to be hoisting the trophy at the end 2017 all over again what about the teams from last year that were sneaky good well, I will say this: the, the the Warriors are at plus nine hundred. That's the their third favorite, so it's not that much of a dark horse. Yes. I was surprised to see them because they were so bad so recently. But uh, can we just agree that like we hate when their announcer goes Warriors? <laughs> yes. Okay, I hate that. As long as we can agree on that, I am going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks, and that was my oh, pick, you know, before yeah, you guys picked freak. those guys. Uh, same same reasoning on I, I I would hope the Lakers would do well. You know I'm a fan of LeBron, but um, and and I like the Nets, and I I, I 
for as odd a duck as Kyrie is, I, I will never forget that three he hit in 2016. It was a great three in in Game Seven. Yes, yeah. so um, so they have a place in my heart. But but I I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay, Bucks, Lakers, Lakers. Dubs. Noise. All right, Coach. What do we got? Iowa number two. Oh, that was me. Yes, it's here. So so I was number two. Who cares? Yeah. Does anybody care? Like I. I love the Big Ten. We're Big Ten country, you know, whatever, um, up in Ohio. But, like, it's boring. You know, I tried to watch that Penn State-Iowa game. Oh, my God, what a boring Snoozer. mess that is. You know, it's it reminds me of, like, when I used to go to my grandma's back in the mid-'80s and watch the Browns play the Steelers, and it would be 10-3. to 3. <laughs> Like, that's how yeah, it is. Yeah, like, I mess. love – I do love defense, and, I you know, I love when it gets cold and smash mouth, but – at the end of the day, you're asleep on the couch. And that's Iowa. Sleep. <laughs> they uh, actually, before they chose Hawkeyes, were going to be the sleepy couches was their, their original thing. They really missed on that. I will a, say, they're more of a Davenport. I, I don't know. By my sense of Iowa, and this is just a general sense, has nothing to do with the current team or how good they are, is that they'll, they'll lose to like a Minnesota, somebody they're not supposed to lose to along the way. And that will kind of take them out of contention. It does. It does even it out. Like they, they will, I don't, I don't know. Like right now they, they, they seem to be playing really good football. Like usually that loss, uh, that loss would come in the second half of the season. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's an Iowa loss that they're going to take to, like you said, Purdue, or they'll lose one to Minnesota. They'll, they'll lose a dumb one. Yeah. I don't know if they do. I got to look at their schedule. That's very medium for me for not knowing, but I, which is on brand coach. Yeah. Uh, but Hey, they're number two and I'm excited for them, but it's like, eh, are you I'm like, <laughs> I'm excited for them. I'm not excited yes. to watch them. Like Kirk, like I was complaining over the weekend. I was like, why isn't college game day? And at, at Iowa city, that's yeah, a bigger yeah. game, right? Yeah. That's yeah. like two top 10 teams playing. But, but the then you realize it. What are they doing up there? Like the Red River, that's like that's the big. That's, that's in Dallas. There's like a fair going on. They're eating like you know uh, elephant deep, ears, deep fried Snicker bars, America, um, the big America. foamy cowboy hats. Oh, they're they're living life. I oh. often wondered why, like when the Buckeyes play Iowa, we don't bill it as like an eye for an eye, but it's because we just can't really work up the juice to play Iowa. And be- <laughs> It's just not that the stakes are never big enough to to brand the. Game. I will say though, Iowa beat us. What was that? Two thousand seventeen. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, that was a. That, that was, was a. They blew our doors off. Like we were dick. supposed to be good, and yeah. we got our. We got shellacked. That hurt us. Shellacked. Shellacked. Sid, the kid has wrist surgery. Coach, that's me, <laughs> Maestro. So I wanted to get a little NHL. If we're gonna talk NBA, gotta gotta get a little NHL in there. A little NHL. And you know, and me being a you know Pittsburgher, he's a hockey guy. He's a hockey guy. Sid the kid, you know, he's a two-time uh, champ, and he's also won the uh, couple awards. You know, he's 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 a Hall of Famer. This is Sidney Cosby. Yeah, Sidney Constable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sid Crosby. He's thirty-two now. He's not a little kid anymore. He's no, kid he's anymore. old. But anyway, he's going to miss the beginning of the season. He's having wrist surgery. Uh, six weeks, he'll be Ooh. out. So let me ask you guys this, and uh, I, I know at some point in this hockey season, 
coach can get free tickets and go with someone, or you guys have some baseball thing. But do you want to go to a game, the three of us? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. It's yes. a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's down because I have not been to a hockey game in several years. And as you know, I'm trying to do the four bagger and hit all the major sports this year. Okay, we can do that. I'll see if I can hit up uh, Ni- uh, Ed Nicodem over at the printer. See if I can get some tickets. <laughs> That's been a long time <laughs> since he's, I've heard that name. He's probably a listener. He's oh, yeah. a loyal listener, I'm sure. Uh, all right, guys, you ready to talk F1? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Wait, Did wait, you- wait, wait. Before I want okay. one last thing. One last right. thing for NHL. NHL hockey. You guys hockey. ready? Yeah, yeah, do it. Seattle Kraken this year. Kraken. Oh, really? It's the Kraken. I want to get a sweater. I really want to get a sweater. I, I at least want the t-shirt. Release the Kraken. All right. So, that was all. That was all. Let's, let's no go. worries. All right. So let me ask you, uh, did either of you watch the Turkish Grand Prix? I did. You both did. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> We're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we are huge nerds. There wasn't a, There was no EPL on. There was really nothing on at that time of the I day. Know. So, it, 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 and it was a compelling race. Although it was one of those, you know, where the pole sitter won, Valtteri Bottas won. Good for him. That's you know, fine. he needs to get the wins now before he goes to Alfa Romeo. We all know. Forget that. it again. But uh, there was a sequence in there, and I, I just want to know, like. Only if you have watched all 30 episodes of Netflix and gotten into F1 like us would this have at all been compelling viewing. But it's when Lewis Hamilton moving up from the back of the pack tries to pass uh, Sergio Perez. Those are the two cars that have pace over four turns. They're wheel to wheel and he doesn't do it. And I just was like this it blew my mind. Yes. Like Lewis trying to make the pass, but can't get past it. Yeah. You know, and it was a combination of. The Red Bull car is the only one that's as fast as Mercedes or close enough to it. And defensive driving without getting in an accident. It was just an amazing little sequence. Of well, turns. it only it only took the, the, the crazy thing is between those two. If that happens, let's put it let's put it in perspective. If Hamilton's doing that on any other driver on in any other car, yeah. he's either past him or the car probably wrecks and causes there's a penalty because he yeah. did something wrong. But those two skilled drivers and those I mean, it just proves how good. If you have a damn good car, yeah, you you can you're gonna win races, yeah, and it just shows how good their cars and are. And kudos to Sergio for holding them off, you know, yeah. because. And I I will say jumping back to the last race too, I was you know I'm a Lando Norris guy, and yeah. that that weather blowing in, mm. you know, because I think that Lando and Lewis racing there, if that weather didn't happen, I was yeah. so excited to watch that last six laps and see yeah. if. Could Lando hold him back, right? Yes. Because Lewis is amazing. He need the tires. He, yeah. he is amazing. He is unbelievable. And and I, I, you know, he's the only driver out there who can disagree with his whole team and be like, "I'm staying out there." And they're like, and "He did." Yep. And he should have stayed out there. I think. I don't know if it would have changed anything for him. He had a big, you know, he was coming from tenth on the grid because of his penalty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, coach, your guy Leclerc drove a great race. He was in the lead for a while. Oh, but couldn't get on the podium. Couldn't get on the podium, but you won uh, two candy bars. I, I did. Woohoo! So nice job there. Uh, next race is the United States Grand Prix. I got uh, some some thoughts on that that we'll share post-show. I don't want to talk too much about this, but congratulations to Valtteri Botas for winning in Turkey. Uh, Carlos Sainz, my guy, was driver of the day. Came from 20th up to 8th. That's a good run. That power unit, I'm curious about it. The Ferrari power unit, there's something going on there. Yeah, I would love it if they got as good as they used to be and wasn't us just taking Red Bull and Mercedes off the off the board every time. I know. So uh, I like the white I like the white Red Bull too. 
Yeah. Well, an amazing accomplishment by F1. It has got three new fans, and that's unbelievable. <laughs> so, in America. <laughs> so it's going to lead us right into the next segment here. Okay. And you guys don't even know what this is. It's just I don't. on here. So I I noticed as uh, Botas was winning and on the podium that they kept calling him the Flying Finn. Okay. Because he's from Finland. Yeah. And I thought, that's weird because I know there's a ski jumper called the Flying Finn. Mm -hmm. So then I did some research. Of course you did. And it turns out there are 36 different athletes who have borne the nickname the Flying Finn. And I have uncovered what is clearly some lazy sports reporting in the English speaking world. <laughs> 36 flying 36. fins, middle distance runners, motorcycle racers, alpine skiers, biathletes. A lot. And by biathletes, I hope you know, I mean, they cross country ski and shoot. I'm not saying that they're not commenting on their. They're not, they're not binary athletes either. That's right. So do you guys agree with me that 36 is far too many flying fins? Three is too many. Three is too many. Yes. So the flying fin challenge. I feel like our man Valtteri Botas deserves a better nickname. So we need a new one for him. So here's what it is. You guys have a whole week or possibly two, depending on the show schedule. (laughs) Yes. I'll have to talk to the sponsors, see what they're going to fund for next week. Um, To come up with a new nickname for Valtteri Botas that's not the Flying Finn, and then we'll put it on Twitter to a vote. Okay, you can do that. I love it. And to our loyal listeners who are into F1, you're welcome to just just DM us on Twitter or add us on Twitter with your nickname for Valtteri Botas. Let's let's end this laziness. Hey, you know what? You know what? I'm going to add a little bit to this. I love it. adding to it. All right. Winning name. Yes. Gets a song and and a logo, and we're taking it to the social media and see if we can get some Formula One reaction oh, to it. I love it. Oh, man, if we could get Botas, or, or I'm oh. sure Al- Team Alfa Romeo would be all over. Be like, <laughs> we got nothing. We don't actually even have a social media person. <laughs> I love it. And I'm going to add to it too. Winning name, $50,000. Let me talk. So I'm going to talk to the folks at Paperbird and see if they'll cover that for uh, us. Absolutely. I can, t- I can speak for them. We're good. They can cover it. Okay. So the Flying Fin Challenge, uh, and hopefully in the next week or two, we're going to get new names out there. It's tough. I've been thinking about it, and uh, and you know, you guys have just had it there. So, in uh, English language sports writers slash sports editors, just because a guy's from Finland doesn't just, mean you need to call him the Flying Fin. Well, they all did. They all did. All right, let's get to the very serious business. What is it? Petting. Yep. Had to put the old amp on standby. It was making a little bit of racket. Sorry, it shows a little loose tonight, but we got a whole day to edit. Yeah. Let's do this. All right, so we were down 15 bucks to Coach's brother when he threw the Oklahoma-Texas Red River rivalry at us. We thought Texas was good, but it wasn't their year. And for a long time in that game, it looked like we were going to lose. Oklahoma miraculously comes back and miraculously covers. We won 10 bucks on that, right, Coach? We did, yes. So we're now down five to Coach's brother. It's our turn to throw out a game. What do you guys got? Okay, so I I have three options. 
and then we can throw that you guys can throw out what you want. So I'm going to go three college options and I know that's right in his wheelhouse and he'll enjoy this, but I'm trying to go off the beaten path. So my first one is NC State Boston College. So that is kind of a pick them. It's a minus two NC State minus two to Boston College. Boston College has played well this year. It's in Boston, but NC State's favored. I can see him taking NC State, and I'm comfortable with Boston College. The other choice, I mentioned it before, and BMOC made his remarks, UK, Georgia, and University of Kentucky is getting 24 and a half. And I know we talked about this, and I know that Maestro made some points. I just want to – we got to discuss it because – 24 and a half is a lot of points. Now, Georgia's defense is insane. insane. Their offense, but their offense is not. So I just want to I want to throw that out there. Their offense, it's not Alabama's offense. And Kentucky is not they're not Mississippi. They, they, they do play a little defense. So just a thought. I think it's a cha- it's a very intriguing bet. And here's the thing. So who did who did Georgia humiliate? Was it Arkansas? Yep. Yes. So, but I think Kentucky's better than Arkansas. So here's the thing: how like can Kentucky fare better and cover that spread? Is the, is Twenty-four the and a half. It's it's that tricky one where it's three touchdowns in the hook. So I'm mean, like, I'm all in on Kentucky. Okay, I watched them. I think their quarterback is he's a one of those transfer portal guys. He's big, From Penn he's State. strong, he's yeah. fearless. I think there's something magical going on with them. So I'm kind of in on it. So here's another. I have a third pick. It's a pick'em. It's Pitt. It's Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech. And Virginia. It, where's it at? It's in Virginia Tech minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. So Virginia Tech smarting over losing to Notre Dame. Yes. Pitt's, Pitt's coming off a bye week, so they're going to be feeling good. Let's take that one off the board. So that yeah. one's off the board. You don't like Pitt Vatek? I don't. I, I don't. Okay, so that one's off the board. So we're going NC State, Boston College, or is there a wild card? Do you guys have one that you want? Well, no, here's, here's, here's the. Go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say is <laughs> here's something. No, we're we're actually on live video and it's worse. I know that. <laughs> All right, go, Maestro. Is 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 your brother? Is he a baseball guy? Is this as longly a baseball oh, thing? He's, he's my dad and I are. Marcus, uh, Marcus, okay. Marcus. He would bet baseball, but he he's not going to know it. Okay, okay. So I mean, if we want an advantage, he's a longly. He'll bet it. He'll bet it. Well, I was just thinking if 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 Houston White Sox goes to a game five, ooh, ooh. maybe that's a side bet. That might be a side bet. Let's okay. see. Because uh, let's there. let's do here, here here. Let me just give my take on these two games. Do it, do it. I I feel my body ratcheting up with tension talking about that Kentucky Georgia game, but in a good way. Okay, me too. I think this can and be if like- we and I'm not. I don't know because he gets to pick the side, so I don't know. But like NC State Boston, we would offer that to him, and he'd pick a side. And then I guarantee on Saturday I'll be texting you saying which side do we have again? Right. Because it won't lodge in my memory the same way. So let's let's be epic and and go for this. Let's say we Mark, get either one. Mark is gonna go Georgia. He's he, going Georgia because yeah. he's because he's smart. Yeah. But yeah. we there's something happening in Kentucky, and I think Georgia might. They might underestimate. This could be a trip up game where they're still going to win. It's all about the. It's all about the spread. All right. So Georgia, Kentucky. Yeah, at twenty four and a half. Make sure you and include that. Unless I got another variation oh, here. Here we, we go. go. Here we go. I really like the idea of BMOC being at this Browns game. Would he Ooh. nibble on the Browns Cardinals game? I don't Browns know what the giving, line is on that. Browns are giving two and a half. The Browns uh-huh. are giving two and a half to the Cardinals. 
He would nibble on it. I mean, BMOC there with a Courtney Brown jersey on. <laughs> with his, who, who are you going with? I'm going with the old high school crew. All right. I mean, there's there's something there's magic there. There's magic. I don't know. So what do you want to do? Maybe we give them those two. Mm. Browns Cardinals or Georgia Kentucky. See what, what he he'll does. take. He'll take the Georgia Kentucky game. There's no doubt. Well, let's let's give them both and let fate decide. Okay, I will do that. We'll see what he says. All right. All right, fellas, the uh, show's cooking tonight. We are just cruising <laughs> right along. Let's uh, let's earn some money for our loyal listeners. Why don't we? With a little segment we like to call La Locks of the Week. And uh, Locks of the Week, Coach, I see you're texting your brother, so I'll go ahead and explain it. So when we pick a game that we're so certain is going to come out the way we say that we call it a lock. And then you should go and borrow money from your brother-in-law, borrow money from your from your in-laws, from your friends, from your neighbor, Chuck. Wager <laughs> it on what we say. We're doing, we're doing two locks this week. We're doing two. We're doing a college football game over under, and we're going to do an NFL game against the spread. And uh, we're going to go in reverse order with Maestro going first. A college football over under. What do you got, Maestro? All right, I still don't know how to do the uh, the over and under, but I'm going to just pick a game. Yep. Okay. And then you guys can tell me what the over and under is. It's, All right. Uh, I was already complaining about the Big Ten, but I'm going under on whatever the Northwestern Rutgers game is. Okay. Under the Northwestern Rutgers game. So we got which one is it? 46, 46 and a half. 46. So it's going to be under 46 and a half. All right. Going Rutgers, under. Northwestern. We all won on the under last time we went. It's it's my pick. I, I went through a couple of different games. Man, I these guys who said over unders do a good job, don't you think, Coach? Oh yes. Oh my god. They they nail it. Uh by the way, Kentucky, Georgia, that over under is forty four and a half. I know. So if you think about that twenty four and a half point line. They just gotta score ten. So I'm not gonna go there though. Uh I am going Duke, Virginia. Ooh, love it. Duke, Virginia. And I'm going under 69. That was not dirty. I swear to God, that's what it is. Okay, so, all right, Coach, we're going to you over under college. All right, so you guys both took the under, or did you take the over? I took the under. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buck trends, and I'm going to go the over. And I think Oklahoma versus TCU at 66 and a half, I'm taking the over on oh, that. Oh, dear God. That's going to be a shootout. Oklahoma might score 50. I'm just telling you because they are angry and they want to get they want to just prove Who's playing quarterback. The other guy, the new guy. I hope so. So medium. <laughs> that is so medium. not Spencer Rattler, but the other guy. I know the other guy. I know the main guy. Rattler's not out. He well, just he, was had a bad day. He should be. Oh, look at you. TCU put up 52 points last week. Oklahoma put up a crap to 40 or 52 points. I mean, this is or 51. This is going to be a a lot of points. 66 and a half is stealing. All righty. Let's move to the NFL. Game one against the spread. What do you got, Maestro? Uh, the big game is uh, the Rams-Giants. 
So I'm taking that one. Damn it. You're taking the Giants? <laughs> taking the Rams. They're going to cover. Damn it. You're taking the Rams? What's the spread on it? Six and a half. Yeah, they're going to win by like three touchdowns. Giants did not look good against Dallas. No, and they lost Saquon week. Barkley and Daniel, whatever his name is. Daniel hey, there Jones. is a Daniel price Boone. to pay when you're at the top of the mountain, mister. Damn it. All right. You're going to have to go, BMOC. I got to pick a, a second game. Well, All right, I uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the L.A. Chargers plus three. Mm. I couldn't believe they were getting points, so I'll take them. Yeah, plus three to who? Uh, just because I can't remember who doesn't mean it's not happening. <laughs> I got it right here. Let's look. Right. Uh, Chargers, Chargers. Oh, Baltimore. That makes sense. Baltimore. Yeah. And they're losing tonight. But Baltimore's losing. That yeah. line's gonna change, so you're in a great place. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, – I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with the Dreamweaver. I'm going to go minus six and a half, Tampa Bay against Philly. Stick it, cheesesteak heads. Well, he, uh, he he threw five touchdown passes this past week. Yeah, I think it's pretty good that he'll win by at least seven. I don't know. Yeah. Philadelphia could show up, but I think I think Tampa Bay – Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, Tampa. will uh, will uh, will be winning big. So I'm going to take that. Yeah, hang on. I'm just gonna grab my phone here because, uh, and I don't. I know we don't like to talk about fantasy football on the show, but yeah. uh, Siri, remind me not to bench Antonio Brown again. <laughs> Ooh, dream weaver. All right, so uh, so those are our locks of the week, and we are now. And, and Coach, you asked uh, that we do this last time, and that is our guests are behind us in terms of number of picks. So we have started now. Guest of Palooza. We're going to do three guests with two picks each. That's six picks this week, and we'll do seven picks next week, and that should eventually catch our guests up to where we are so we can do a fair comparison. Yes. So you were in charge of sourcing guests for Guestapalooza. What do we got? What are the picks? So we've got three guest pickers. We've got Hop, we've got Talshawn, and we've got Jamie. What? Yeah, we got all threes. <laughs> so I'm going to start with – should I go by person? I'm going to tell their picks, so write these down. We're going to go hop first. He is taking the under for the Iowa-Purdue game, which is at 44. So he is taking the under. For his NFL pick, he's taking minus six and a half. The Chiefs at Washington. So he's hoping the Chiefs will cover that at minus six and a half. Then we go to Tall Sean, who is in his college pick. He's taking the over in the LSU-Florida game. It is... 58 and a half. He's hoping that they hit 59. And then his NFL game is Buffalo minus five. And then in Jamie, Jamie is taking up. Uh, well, he must have. He took the same one as me. He took 66 and a half, the over TCU, Oklahoma. And then his Cowboys pick, which is the NFL pick, is minus four at New England. So there All you right. go. That is guest Palooza. Guestapalooza part one. We'll see how they do part two. Maestro and I are going to be sourcing guest maestro. So you're going to reach out to King Havoc for us. Those were your locks of the week. Locks of the week. All right. And then we uh, we like to keep track so that you can see the value of our picks in a segment we like to call. Scoreboard update. Now, I know uh, those of you watching on the live stream can see this, but... As Maestro launched into scoreboard update, Coach just picked up like a fifth of whiskey from like an old school Canadian club and just <laughs> hit it. That was a baller move, Coach. 
Hey, I rock and roll the right way. <laughs> it is right. All right. It is Monday night after all. We're playing ping pong till the wee hours. All right. Uh, so here's how we did last week. Now, we picked a division series. Those haven't come out yet, but we did pick those wild cards. BMOC with a rare plus two picking Good Boston for you. and the Dodgers. Uh, Maestro with a rare, a rare plus zero. That's uh, that's considered zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Uh, if you express that as a percentage and yeah, then coach, was... uh, you, you got the Dodgers and, and a plus one there. So Woo-hoo! how does this work out on the year coach? Still big lead this year, big lead 24 out of 31 BMOC moves into second place, 17 out of 31 while maestro languishing just above 50% at 16 out of 31. Our guests at the moment, 10 out of 19, we're going to catch them back up. And that was your scoreboard update. Yeah. Nice. All right. So uh, that's our one of the show wrapping up. We're going to head into hour two now. <laughs> hey, we have a scoreboard update. The Boston Red Sox have walked off and they have taken the series. Tampa Bay, I am sorry. You will not be playing in the World Series this year. Thanks for coming. Six to five, Boston wins the series three to one. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I do not want to play Boston now. No, they are a hot team. They have some hot. momentum. They do. Uh, all right. So uh, right here, by the way, if you want to sponsor the show, we do a mid-roll ad right before Rants and Corrections, and uh, it's available. It's wide open. And uh, and so let us know. Yeah. The folks at Paperbird are like, well, we're, we're good with the pre-roll. <laughs> we could use a mid-roll. And because if they if they did the mid-roll, it would overwhelm their business. That seems to be what the problem is. The ads I'm, are so effective. I'm looking at you, Jamie Messenger. Yeah, I'm Escalante. <laughs> I can do I can do a, a true uh, testimonial as a loyal customer of your company. Uh, so what we're going to do now is you and Maestro are going to chat while I run to the garage and get a PBR. Okay, we can do that. Ah, We doing all right? Yeah, we're good. All right, we're still recording. Here we go. Hour two, kicking it off. All right, now we have a segment where we like to clean up mistakes that we might have made, uh, recommend entertainment properties to you, or if we have something we have to get off our chest. Because the point of the show, and, and I think a lot of people think, oh, they just do this show to sell hoopster sets and wallpaper. Uh, it's actually to lower our blood pressure so that we live longer. And I'm excited because I know Coach was practicing maybe a new variation. When he was oh. on his beer run. But Here we we'll go. <laughs> Rants and corrections. Recommendations. That was the worst. That was the worst one ever. Yeah. All right. So this is a uh, this. Everybody's signed up. It's it's. I've got a I've got a lot of corrections to get out of the way, guys. So do you mind if I go first? Yeah, because. I know. So I, I started writing mine down. Okay. So first thing, uh, as you remember, several shows ago when I was recapping my Buckeye game experience and I said there was a vampire there. And then last week I did a correction because a lawyer listener reached out and said, I don't understand how vampires work. <laughs> this week, a different loyal listener reached out and this is what he texted me. In Serbian folklore, which is where the word vampire comes from, Vampires are usually nocturnal, but sunlight doesn't harm them. So suck it, other loyal listener. Ooh. I did not know that. 
So there you have it. And I'm not going to name them because we do not need our loyal listeners getting getting angry at each other. That's the last thing. No, we, we, we want them to be copacetic. We do want them to be copacetic. But for sure, there was some sort of undead human creature at the Buckeye game. <laughs> human undead creature at the Buckeye game. Possibly. A okay, second correction. Several shows ago, I recommended hot dog buns that are cut in the top instead oh, of the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, Split yeah. tops, yeah. Uh-oh, somebody has a problem with that? I'm walking it back. I, I, It's fine oh. for skinny hot dogs, but if you want to use a brat or something, there's just not enough space to get your toppings in there. <laughs> it's not structurally sound. It, it's just it's not. A, it, it's like when you put on a jacket that's a size too small. It looks good, but it's not functional. Yeah. So I'm walking that one back. So if you've been buying uh, fat top, dog uh, in a tiny bone. <laughs> and finally, and coach, I don't want to call you out, but I'm going to call you out. Here we go. Here we go. We're talking about the Red River uh, rivalry game last week, and uh, we're like, where is it? And I said, it's in Dallas. And you said, okay, it's in Jerry World. And then I was watching the highlights, and actually the game is in the original Cotton Bowl Stadium. Oh, they really? Oh, they didn't move it to Jerry World. I thought they did. So So Jerry World is, I'm assuming you mean AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys play, right? correct. So no, the original Cotton Bowl Stadium, because it looked great. If you watch that game, it was packed, and people were going crazy, and it's three levels. Uh, so, and that stadium is on the state fairgrounds. I think Maestro mentioned that earlier. State fair is a big, huge deal in Texas. So uh, that's that's where the Red Riffle rivalry game is played. However, the Cotton Bowl is played, played Jerry in Jerry World. See, that's, why, that's where I got mistaken. BMOC, you want to say that again? Red River Rival. Red River Rival. 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 <laughs> rival. Roger. So those are my three corrections. That's all I got for That's you. That's pretty good. What do we got? We have any recommendations this week? I don't. We just got rants and rants. We got rants and rants. We're not giving any. We're not giving to the people anything. We're taking stuff. All right. Who's next? You're up. You're mini maestro. I've got too many rants, but I, I don't want to do both. So I, I figured I would do. It'd be a game time decision. Um, I've, I've made my choice. I, hopefully, this isn't a spoiler, but. Um, Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. So we've been watching. We watch Ted Lasso. It's a family show. We watch yep. it. So we only watch it when you know Xander's at Ohio State. So if he comes up for an afternoon or whatever, we'll try and squeeze one or two in. So we watched the finale. Yeah, we did too. Um, and I'm I'm really struggling with Nate. Uh, okay. I'm really struggling with that whole thing, and um, that's my Rennie, That's my Rennie rant, mini rant because. I feel like did did he take creative license with Nate or has was Nate always that way? We've had it. We had a discussion about Wait, it. Have you made it to the season end? Yeah. So so I got to I'm going to jump on that All and right, say the season finale. Did it saved, win you back? It saved me for Nate because yeah. I didn't I didn't think there was any way. And if anybody hasn't watched it, I apologize. But there was no way they could walk it back and have him be where he was again in that staff. Having him go where he went, I was like, I can live with that. Bold. It was bold. And I loved it. And I can already, I want to say, I see where it goes. No, I like, I like his, when he's Ted on a went, journey. When Ted went in to talk to him, I yeah. felt like everything he said was bullshit. Like, that, oh, it was. It was bad. And like, he tore up the, the when he tore up the sign, like, the I just, believe sign. Yes. Yeah. Like, that was all, I feel like. They did. They went. Or I. I wish they had done a little better job writing his difficulty, articulating what he was angry about. I, I agree because it came off a little clunky. 
It was a little uh, clunky, now, but, I will say, but I think it's there in the character. I think they, it is. Now go ahead. I just think they planted the seeds there, and you know, I, 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 I saw um, the guy who plays Roy Kent, who's a writer on the show, on Seth Meyers, and Seth was asking about writing for the show, and he said, "You know, we kind of made this decision that we would take these people that you didn't like and say, oh, well, here are reasons why they're like that, and then maybe you'll like them.'" But with Nate, they did the opposite, right? Because we all loved Nate at the beginning. Yes. And kind of walked, but I will say, Coach. Same with you. Like at the end, I was like, "Oh, they pulled it off." I want to see what's happening in the. Next I do season. too. So that oh, yeah, yeah, that saved me. Because I. But was, like, I don't think. But come on, Nate! Stop being such a ding dong. I know. He was, yeah, he was like, we were like, loudly saying, "What an ass!" <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, like, but you know, but you and know. it's not just. To, I mean, he's infantilized by every everybody there. Right. Oh, like, he is. Roy Absolutely. Kent's not mad at him for kissing Keely, and he's just no, like, "Those things like, no, are no, there. No, we're good." That was that was a key moment, but I don't know that everybody would pick up on that. That no. he was. You I'm, know. I'm glad this came. So let me just say, because I've been thinking about this season a lot, and as you know, I like that they, they took some interesting choices. Yes. And and my wife, she hates the Coach Beard episode, which I just loved because it was a weird departure. It <laughs> was a weird world one. of yes. Coach Beard. I still don't get. The Christmas episode that came out in July is that it just that one? I'm like, what? It was a it was a little of a head turner there, but but it, we had it, it's got to it, be good because we had two weeks in a row where we talked about well, it. and it, you know they shot it when they shot it, yep. so it's like that happens in shows like where their seasons don't align to our American seasons. Yep. I will say this, Maestro, I, I saw a TikTok today I was going to send you, but you had told me you're taking a break from TikTok, mm-hmm. which is good because now I can really post some anti-Maestro stuff on the Sports Wednesday TikTok. Nice. But uh, they were filming like a bunch of people on a soccer field. They went, oh, it's a bunch of Ted Lasso cosplayers. And they went, there's Nate. And they panted the garbage can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So uh, let's see what happens with Nate. I, I feel like his path is going to continue to get darker. Oh, it's not getting lighter. Like they I have mean, no reason to resolve this. This is this is Darth Vader choosing the dark side. Really, I'm telling you right now. There is some Darth Vader shit going on. I know there. there is. Like the way he treated the other ball guy, you like, yes. you mm-hmm. know, the facilities guy and like yeah, that whole restaurant thing with him trying to make a reservation for his parents yeah. and like yeah, there's some dark stuff going on. Yeah, it's weird. The spitting, weird. All but, right. You know, t- Ted is going to have to come up with somebody, unless it's Roy, to give him some secret plays because Nate mm-hmm. did have some secret plays. I do feel like, too, I, I I felt like Ted took a back seat in this season, but they brought him back nicely in this last episode. They did. Well. They did a nice job. Yeah. All right, Coach, what do you got? All right, my rant's going to be a mini rant, I, and, and it's by Wednesday it's going to be old news, but like Alabama lost a game to Texas A&M. Unranked. When did that happen? Yeah, they lost the game. They drop from one to five. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ohio State loses at three. They drop eight spots all, all the way down to 11, and they lost to a ranked team. I'm going to say this too. Penn State lost to the number three team, or they were three or four, and they dropped all the way down way below that, to the, below the top. How does Alabama – I get it, they're Alabama – but there's no logic to it. And like, there's a lot of mistakes, like with certain teams, like they're not ranked as high or they're, they're, there's too much cachet to the name. And I don't understand the ranking system. My rant is not just about that. It's about the ranking system is too 
subjective. It's too like, we like this or we don't like this. And it's all over the place. And that's what determines who gets to go to the playoffs. Right. So like either make the playoffs bigger or figure out a system that everybody can right. understand. Like what happens if, like, let's say for some weird reason, Alabama loses to Iowa. Do they still drop the same amount? Like, yeah, what they say and M was not even, really they're not even, they're, they were, yeah. they weren't even ranked. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't like, there's no rhyme or reason. And yeah, but that one coach, was a weird coach, one. I hate to play devil's advocate, play it. But who do you put in front of Alabama? So Alabama's at five right now. Yes. Right. And I'm so saying no, who's behind them that should be in front of them. Ohio State. And, Ohio and, State. and I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to shout you're crazy. Whoever you say, unless you say Ohio University Bobcats. <laughs> no way know. should Ohio State be ahead of Alabama. You don't think? Then, no. then Iowa should. Then Iowa shouldn't have dropped as or Penn State should have dropped as far, and they should. They were. If you go by rankings, it's too much. It's too much. Oh well, that's Alabama. Now it's not the official rankings yet, right? This no, is this isn't. But let's play. Let's play. Let's play the. Let's play the part here. Is is it just a well? They're Alabama. Is it an eyeball test, or is there a? We have to have some type of criteria that we're basing this on. We're basic. They lost the game to a team that wasn't ranked. They lost the game. They didn't. Sometimes I feel like Alabama gets a little bit of credit from last year. The SEC gets every. uh, The SEC gets it. Yes, it's like they carry over their vacation days they didn't use. Sure, sure. Yes, they do. I get what you're saying. They get a little bit of credit for having like the best college football teams in the country. But this year they're not. I I get. I, I get what you're saying. But right now, I think if you try to make a case that Ohio State or Penn State should be ahead of them. Just looking at the talent on those teams, I'd be like, Man, "But see, I think, that's I think, that's a push at best, and a push at best, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Saban." But I think you gotta make it. You gotta push him back and make him earn it back. Like that, I don't think that's fair. Well, just wait when Kentucky beats Georgia this oh, week. Oh <laughs> boy! Oh my God! I I'm so like waiting for like Georgia to win like seventy seven to three. <laughs> Here's what, what I'm saying. Ohio, I watched Ohio State struggle with Tulsa for two and a half quarters. A blowout win over then, Maryland doesn't 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 do much. Tulsa for me. Beat, a win over Rutgers doesn't doesn't do it for me. Tulsa beat Memphis. I I, I know you love Tulsa, my so my point is, <laughs> my, I know I, what you're saying. Tulsa's going to yeah. beat Cincy in the uh, in the uh, conference USA. My, my point is, coach, if if you grew up, if you lived in Nevada, yeah, and we were doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You would right now have no problem with where Alabama is. Correct. But like, it's not, it, here's the thing. I'm not saying that Ohio State should jump. I'm just saying that the discrepancy of how these teams drop, like what's the formula that says Alabama drops four spots, but Ohio State drops eight spots. Or the Penn State drops. Or Penn, Penn State drops to all the way down out of it. Like, I don't understand. Like they didn't, they didn't get blown out. They barely lost to, to, to Iowa, which is saying that's, that's two teams that are, Rank three and four, it should yeah. be at one of them say, should drop one. Yes. And my, I think Maestro's point earlier that that was kind of a snooze fest of a game, I think that applies too because SEC style football is flashier. It most certainly is. So, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. You yeah. did, though. You did. You did it. <laughs> this such, is all you. He's such you an did Alabama this. apologist. I yes. love it. God, he loves Saban. He's, you love winners. He loves Saban. Listen, we all know Notre Dame should be number two right now. <laughs> Do not say that ever again. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that all you had, Coach? That's it. That's all I had. All right. So that wraps up. 
Rants and corrections. <laughs> Recommendations. <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, we are now getting... This is, could be the longest show we've had in a year. We haven't done this for like... like Pete, if you leave show. now, you can come over. We can do beer four together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so here, uh, here's the thing. I, I just want, before we get into the two-minute drill, uh, this is episode 166. Do you guys want to guess how many downloads we're at right now? Mm. 40. <laughs> 40 total downloads. Uh, 1,000? 1,000 downloads in 166 episodes. We are, uh, we're coming up on 35,000. <gasps> what? <laughs> yes! Yeah, those, those paper bird sales are, are not by mistake. So we're oh doing Oh my God, 35,000. 35,000. Can we do a special show when we hit 35? No, when we hit 50,000. 50 for sure, we'll do a huge yes. show. Assuming that we're still friends. That won't happen, but I think we should do it until we get to 50,000. More of your Alabama bashing. All right. Two-minute drill. How's it work, Coach? All right. Two-minute drill. It's called the two-minute drill. We all get two pops at it. We get 20 seconds a pop. Here's the deal. We can talk about anything we want. You think we talk about sports. We might talk about Ted Lasso, or we might talk about movies, or we might talk about cheese that we like. But it's only supposed to last two minutes, but it never, ever, ever lasts two minutes. And that's why we call it the two-minute drill. What do we call it, Maestro? Two-minute All right, we're going to go Maestro, then Coach, and then me, and let me get this timer up. Maestro, are you ready? Here we go. Your two-minute drill starts now. University of Kentucky football, 5-0? Where's this coming from? Where? (laughs) They've had two big wins. They beat Florida. They beat LSU. And I think the LSU coach is going to get fired. Coach O, I think he might be gone. Which is crazy because they won a national championship just like two years ago. But anyway, UK, top top five, right? Or no, there's number seven, right? They're number seven right now. That's and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna cover <laughs> against Georgia. UK, go, UK. go Wildcats. Time. I, even if they cover, I say they fall out of the top ten. Probably happens. All right, Coach. Okay, so uh, this weekend, uh, the fight in Harbaugh's in Michigan beat Nebraska. <laughs> barely. And barely. And at the end of the game, Jim Harbaugh is running off the field, running towards the middle. And after every game like that, you have to know it's a nationally televised game that there is a female reporter that was running over to talk to him. She runs or walks up to next to him to like run or gets to him. And he knows she's there. He like completely runs right past her. He's a total dupe, total douchebag. She chases him for a little bit and just gives up. Hey, Jim, you beat Nebraska. It's not Ohio State. Stop acting like you're a good coach because you're not. Stop. Talk to her. Be a human being and stop being a D-bag. That sounds like a rant. That was a rant, but I had to go in. Sorry. I like it. I like it. Just uh, Coach. Michigan shucks. Michigan shucks. We're coming up, uh, Coach. We've been uh, we've been friends, or I should say, acquaintances, probably for thirty, <laughs> almost thirty years. But yeah, 
D-bag is like one of the worst things you call people. It is. It's 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 a deep cut like for you. me. And you yes. even said the full word here. I went all so, in. Yeah. I went all in. So, yeah. So that's tough. All right. Time! So uh, you may not know this, but Tampa Bay Rays are not going to go to the World Series. Nope. Breaking news. Yes. But I'll tell you what. In game oh, one. I know what you're talking about. A Rosarina steals home. I have watched this thing like. 10 times it's amazing it's a straight steal there's been steals of home in the playoffs where it's like a pass ball or some other reason do you know when the last straight steal of home was in a playoff game do you guys want to guess who made the last straight steal i want to say it was jackie robinson it was jackie robinson (laughs) on yogi Berra. yes and that was like and i'll tell you what go go to youtube it's, it's called Randy Steals Home. It shows the whole sequence, right? Because it was like the fifth or sixth pitch in the at-bat. But you just see him out there. No one's holding him on the bag at third. He's just timing it up, timing it up, timing it up. And, like, one of the greatest things you'll see in sports is somebody's try, stealing It's amazing. Home. And oh, it's, it's like it's, it's on the pinpoint of courage and insanity. Like, it's going to go, what, you know what I mean? One way or another. And and it, it just that play took my breath away. It's a it's a great play. I I, I that's amazing. That's, I'm so glad you brought it up. That is that I've watched that. It's same with you a thousand times. It's such an amazing steal at home. You should uh, you coach. You should show it to the team you're coaching now and just say we're doing this every game. Get on third, steal home. <laughs> There's actually a movie from the uh, late '80s, early '90s uh, called Stealing Home, starring Jodie Foster. <laughs> check it out sometime. <laughs> Also, also, Benny the Jet steals home. Yeah, Benny the Jet does steal. Oh my God! You just did a Jody Foster stealing home. Wow. There's also a movie called Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, sorry, yeah. he loves he loves his Boston Red Sox. Uh, Drew Barrymore's in there. It's, it's a fantastic baseball film. Right. So Heading into wonderful. hour three of the show, Meister, what do you got? All right, all right. So I'm going to bring it back to the EPL. Do we even talk EPL this no, week? No, because we right. they were so, off last week. All right, so my team, as you, as loyal li- listeners may know, is Gooners. Arsenal. I am a gunner. Um, I'm a gooner, actually. Go Gunners! But anyway, uh, early on, they were struggling. They went 0-3, 0-4. They were in bad a bad place. And I was like, Arteta might get fired. They've turned it around. They've won a bunch of games. He actually was EPL Manager of the Month of September. He dominated. He dominated. So, go Ghana's EPL time. I wish I was on that team as an American, and I would just come in and be like, hey, Potato Arteta. <laughs> and he'd be like, stop calling me Potato. Go play the midline. What do you got, Coach? Okay, so mine, I, I just noticed that like I've kind of turned the two-minute drill into a rant, so I'm going to kind of tone this down a little bit. But my whole thing is on Kyrie, and I want everybody to understand that Kyrie has decided, and it's his decision, to not do the vaccination and he can't play his games at home. So he's forfeiting half of his salary, and he's deciding to basically tell his teammates that I can't do this, so I'm not going to play with you. So what I'm saying is I like Brooklyn a lot right now without Kyrie because I think with Harden and Durant, and any other point guard that's not Kyrie, Brooklyn can win the championship easily. So Kyrie is a, and I get it with what BMOC said about 2016. He yep. has a special place in my heart. Yep. But he's not, he's not, not Le- bird. 
and he's not LeBron. He's not. He's he's replaceable. He's not irreplaceable. He's a nice piece, and I think Brooklyn is going to thrive without him. So I just want to be the first person who's, to say who's that. Who's got his ear? Do you think? I don't know because like someone does. It's obviously hey, not. Hey, Steve even Nash. LeBron didn't until recently get his back. Oh yeah, mm. but he I don't did. Know what's going on there? There's like I don't know. I don't know what's going. On. Hmm. So go Brooklyn Nets. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it either. I'm obviously I'm on Team Science. I know you two are not, but <laughs> all right. I uh, I was gonna I was gonna close. I was gonna close just talking about uh, some of the White Sox pitchers uh, who got blasted in two games against the Astros. Going well, you know, they might be stealing some. Oh. Like, come on. They're not. Yes, that's what the Astros are going to do. After they got caught, after they paid the price, after they got plunked for an entire year, they're going to be like, you know, let's let's do a sign stealing thing to get past the White Sox. Come on, and I get that you're doing it, but just say, you know what? They're better than us, and we're gonna we're gonna do better. That was low hanging fruit. It was low hanging fruit. And then you said in the in describing the two minute drill that we could talk about cheese, and I just thought, you know, I had my first uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup of the fall. Oh, how was it? It's so good. Nothing better Amazing. in the fall in Ohio oh, than grilled cheese and tomato soup. So good. So good. All right. That was the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. It's been a toit show tonight, guys. Toit from, we had that first recording from Coach's house with the drums that were, you know. <laughs> Look at that, two hours. I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and make an MVP of this show. And it's going to be whoever is closer on the two-minute drill. Okay. I think I think we went slightly over. Okay, Coach. So I'm going to let uh, you go ahead and guess first. I'm going to guess it's seven minutes and 23 seconds. 7.23. All right, Maestro. 6.15. 6.15. Once again, Maestro was closer. It was 7.23. Ah! Making him the MVP of the show in a 166 consecutive time. The streak is unbroken. I can't win for losing, man. Cannot win for losing. There being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. And Are you sure? Things were very, we were sub-medium tonight. We are a little sloppy, but... We know the loyal listeners are listening an hour and 26 into the show. Oh, holy oh shit. my God. Join us Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next for more sports talk for the medium fan. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig saying good times, everyone. Good times. <laughs> Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. 
You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport with no S. Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.